0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it. TNC's apply. They're seconds away, Melbourne victory. There it is. And they are there. For Australia's biggest club, it is their finest hour. The ultimate Road Warriors. From the elimination final to Sydney to Newcastle for a record-breaking fourth time, the Melbourne Victory are A-League champions. Oh, It seems an age ago now, of course, the Melbourne Victory, controversial circumstances, defeating the Newcastle Jets in the A-League grand final of 2017-18, to win their fourth title, as described there by our man Julian Doran And right alongside him was this man, a former A-League star in his own right, championship winner, golden boot winner, Joe Marston medal winner. If I read out the rest of his CV, we'd have no time to chat. He's a part of the Football Nation team, Daniel McBreen, and he joins us on the eve of this upcoming A-League season. Macca, as always, great to have you on Sports Day. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ben. Uh, look, I want to start uh, on some disappointing news, which obviously only broke uh, in the last 24 hours or so before Sats and myself will pick apart the year ahead. But uh, for a young Jets defender, and this is a, a young kid who's got a, a really bright future in the game, Johnny Contrumbus, some, um, some alarming news that he's been diagnosed with lymphatic cancer. Uh, early prognosis, uh, which is a great, uh, great positive for him moving forward. But obviously, this is, uh, this is really shocking on the eve of what promises to be an exciting season in Newcastle.
1: Yeah, and obviously it's something we, we really don't want to hear. And the good thing about it, as you say, is that it was caught in in stage one, really early doors. So uh, doctors are saying that it's it's very treatable, and they expect him to make a full recovery. So fingers crossed that happens, and he's back out on the park before we know it.
2: Well, Dan, before we get onto the season, I, I suppose we've got to uh, we've got to attend to the elephant in the room, which is Usain Bolt. Of course, <laughs> we can't go on without uh, without talking about the man himself now two pronged uh, approach here when it comes to questioning first and foremost, you were there the other night uh, for that game. Uh, what were the scenes like?
1: yeah look uh, to the fact that you had a, a preseason game between a club that doesn 't exist yet and uh, <laughs> the mariners who have struggled and we still managed to get I think six and a half thousand there. Um, it shows that you know general public is interested in this, uh, obviously a big story worldwide. Um, you know, he got six million views on his goal. When you look at Honda scored a goal for Melbourne victory last week, and he got eighty thousand, and he's one of the biggest stars in Asian football. So mm. it shows that the general public worldwide are interested in this. Um, but then you want to talk to football purists, and it's a completely different story. You know, they think it degrades the game, and uh, you know it, it belittles the, the A League and stuff like that. So you got to look at it both ways. I can see both arguments to the to it. Um, But like you said, I called the game, and look, for me, he's not ready for it to be a professional footballer. He he said it himself, he has loads of work to do on all aspects of his game, which is to be expected, I guess, for someone who's only just taken it up. Um, But yeah, look, uh, my personal opinion, and and a lot of people who saw the the game uh, live and were watching him in back play as well, that he's still got a very long way to go before being an offered uh, a professional contract.
2: So educate us. There's been talk over the last 48 hours about him possibly heading to Malta with a, mm. a full-time two-year contract. Unconditional. So yeah. will the Mariners reap any rewards out of that because they have taken him on his infancy or just be he's a free agent, he can go when he wants?
1: Yeah, he's a free agent now. They, they, I think they had an agreement um, in place for his original trial period Um and they had some some they'd worked out some contract deals I don't know whether it was contracted to the club or through sponsorship deals or whatever but that has now elapsed anyway he's never signed for the club in any respect as a player so he's a free agent to do as he pleases so if he wanted to get on a plane this morning and leave he's free to do so
0: mac to be fair to you saying though the way he uh, he scored that first goal on friday night burning off the centre half shielding the ball beautifully and then lashing it into the bottom corner did it Spare up some memories of your glory days. It looked very Daniel McBreen like.
1: <laughs> yeah, the only likeness between me and him was probably the pace. <laughs> I've got the, had the same pace as him. Um, well, no, look, right, fair, fair dues to him. Yeah. Uh, the first goal wasn't a, it wasn't a bad goal. He made a great run. There was a good ball that found him. He shooted at the ball and smacked the bottom corner. Um, but I'm just talking more in general play. You know, like positioning, uh, control of the ball, reading of the play, those kind of things yeah. that a build-up over years and years of honing your your skills at something. So, um, yeah, look, there was flashes of things where you went, oh, he did that well. But, you know, as a footballer, you have to be a a lot more more, uh, well-rounded than that.
0: Daniel McBreen with us here on Sports Day, part of the Football Nation commentary team. And, Macker, I was there with you in in Newcastle earlier this year in front of a heaving crowd at McDonald Jones Stadium. It was some sort of a night. Of course, it ended on a bit of a sour note for Jets fans, the victory uh, winning through that controversial solo goal. But they were the surprise packet undoubtedly last season to to go from being a perennial sort of of bottom-of-the-table finisher to a grand final. Can they maintain the rage this season? And uh, I guess as a follow-up to that question, if it's not to be them, who, who is your surprise packet? Someone uh, sort of coming from left field for the 2018 19 campaign?
1: Um, I think it all depends on how Newcastle start the season. Uh, obviously, they've got Roy O'Donovan out for eight games. Mm. Joey Champness is out till around January. They've lost Andrew Nabu. They've brought in Jair, the Brazilian player who's had a career in, in, in Korea and uh, China as well. Uh, but apart from that, it's been pretty stable. Um, you know, they haven't really lost too many, they haven't gained too many. Uh, so I guess it really sees how they get through that first period where they have o 'Donovan out and champness and if they sort of get through that period and keep rolling on and picking up points, those two guys coming back into the squad will yeah. be uh, it' be like two new signings in January you know, that already understand the team so that 'll give them a boost uh, I think if they start well, they can maintain it and do well if there could be a little bit of second year syndrome if they, if the wheels mm. don 't sort of roll in the right direction early and it could be a bit of you know question marks here and there so we'll have to see but look if you want to see a team that I think is going to show uh, immense improvement uh, I think you have to look over in the west I think Popper's going to make that team a completely different outfit he's brought in some real experience in the back with three Socceroos Mm. uh defenders uh with Chris Oconamedes coming in as well I think you know The biggest problem for Perth is they've always been that flamboyant, exciting team, but they just ship so many goals at the back. I, I, we all know that Popper's teams don't do that, and mm. I'm sure that they won't ship as many goals this year, and I think they'll still have that. Uh, with Castro and Economides, and they've still got Andy Keo. I think they could be yeah. a real force this year to, to, to move up that table and, and really give
2: it a shake. Yeah, he gives you a tough mentality. He comes across that way that he's got a real tough oh, yeah. mentality. That's how he, he played plays, his football. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, yeah. out of the yeah. imports, Dan, who impresses you this year? There's such a long list.
1: <laughs> mm. I've been really impressed, impressed across the board, really, with almost every team's recruitment this year. That I actually think this year will be one of the tightest years we've seen mm. uh, for quite a while in the A-League. Uh, obviously, you know you got your likes of your Honda and your Toivin and Melbourne Victory, who have got a lot of, particularly Honda, who have got a lot of media out there. I think Ross McCormack coming back to the Mariners, I think that was a massive signing for them, along with Tommy Orr. Um, then you, you you start going through to the other teams. I've already mentioned Perth with their three Socceroos defenders coming in and Economedia is a great signing. But Melbourne City, I just look at their roster and I think, on paper, no one should come near them. They have depth, they have experience, they have foreign players, they have international uh, Socceroos, they have young guys who are coming up, breaking through the into the ranks. And if they can get their stuff together and actually, you know, get a rhythm and a style of play that they all are, are in tune to. They could be the team that sort of has been the Sydney of the last couple of years and start walking away from the rest of the crowd. But, you know, Sydney, obviously losing Graham Arnold is a massive, a massive uh, loss for them. Mm-hmm. You know, he's taken um, Clarkie with him, the strength and conditioning coach, who is was well-renowned to be one of the best. Um, but when you when you lose the likes of Mirzajewski, who was a Johnny Warner medalist, Bobo, the most goals yeah. in the season uh, by a player. They've lost Shorty Boyce at the bank. So they're three big losses, but they've gone in, into the market. They've done some astute um, signings with Lafondre and, and De Jong. Um, so I think for Steve Corica, it would be more a case of just trying to keep things the same. They've got that experience base of the squad, and they'll be trying to just sort of keep things the same and keep going on that track.
0: Uh, Macca, the fun subject of expansion. I know we'll be talking about it in coming weeks once the Football Nation coverage gets underway. And, of course, October 31 was set to be the, the announcement of the, the two new clubs, franchises, call them what you will, that will be entering the A-League next season. That's in some doubt. But we did hear from David Galloper earlier today saying that the the list has been narrowed down to six. I guess, without going into too much detail, because it's a topic we could chat about for 25 minutes, is it is it important in your eyes that they they do make that announcement October 31 that we can't afford, the competition can't afford, the game in this country can't afford for them to sit on their heels and, and, and stretch it out or delay it for another season or two?
1: Yeah, I, I think you wouldn't get a, a person in football who wouldn't say that we need this expansion next season. It has to be done. Whether or not that's... Uh, they come out on October 31st and say that the the two teams, or they say we need another couple of months or a month or so to finally just overlook it, the new board to overlook it. But I think if that's the case, they still need to come out in, in early January or whenever it is and say, right, these are the teams. And like West Sydney back in the day, when they came in, they said, right, you got five months to get a team in and you need to get organised. Mm-hmm. So I think these teams sort of, in, in my opinion, should maybe be getting a heads up that, look, you are shortlisted to be the one or two, maybe start getting the wheels in motion uh, so that when we do make the, the decision or the announcement, um, you're already well down that path and it's not like a last-minute, let's throw it all together, which, which I, I guess most of these teams now in the last six are already in that process. They're, they're well down the path of being ready to go for next year, so it shouldn't be too much of a problem to wait for them for another couple of months.
2: Now, Dan, just to finish off... Um Graham Arnold, uh, national coach, and of course had a victory during the week against Q8. Now, coaching week to week is a completely different beast to, to coaching your national sides, and I know it's his second stint, but what excites you about Graham Arnold as our national coach again?
1: Look, uh, Graham Arnold, he's such a divisive figure in Australian football for yeah. some reason. I know a lot of people hang on to 10 or 11 years ago when he was first there, but you just have to look at his record since then, um, and how much he has grown and learnt off the people who are around him and and his footballing um, group of people that he's been involved with. So he's evolved so much as a manager in that time. Uh, and when I say manager, I say that deliberately. It's not a coach; it's a manager. Because, yeah, I
2: agree with you. I agree with that. Time. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He, he, it's not just about what, what's happening on the field. He's such a good man manager. Man manager. He he, he makes uh, the effort to make sure. Three- contact with players constantly to make sure they're doing the right things. If there's any they, you know, they, queries they have, that he can, he can keep them at ease and keep them at peace and know that they can just go out there and play their football and he'll have everything sorted for them. Um, yeah, oh, obviously, I think I'm biased because I worked under Arnie at Central Coast Mariners for three years and I saw how, how good of a manager he was then uh, in all aspects of, of, of it. And I think it's, yeah, you know, the success that he's had in the A-League, it's not by fluke. You know, if you went to one club and maybe you said, oh, okay, well, he's lucky he got a few players there and, and they just gelled. But to do it at two different clubs with two completely different ethos, you
0: know,
1: with, with one without money and one with loads, of, you know, pretty much everything at his uh, disposal. Yeah. It shows that he can do the job and, and do it well. And uh, I think he's got the the backing and the belief of you know the footballers that are around in Australia in, in the soccer mix. So I think it's um, it's exciting times.
0: So I think yeah. uh, he'll do a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, you have got three people on the same page there, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, Mac, uh, as always, appreciate your time here on Sports Day, and of course, good luck for next Saturday night. I know you'll be uh, dusting off the cobwebs from a Football Nation point of view uh, alongside Julian dorr for a massive Sydney derby, where obviously we know the Sky Blues have dominated that match-up against the Wanderers in recent seasons. I won't ask you for too many predictions because you can find those at our Football Nation uh, website, Facebook page, and Twitter as well. But, mate, uh, thank you again for your time. It promises to be an exciting season, and uh, I think you're right. I think it'll go down to the last weekend as opposed to last year where it was Sydney FC by a million miles. So enjoy the year ahead, mate, and thanks for giving us some of your time. Yeah, thanks very much, boss. Daniel McBreen joining us, uh, former A-League star. The Hyundai A-League is where heroes are made. And for tickets, search where heroes are made online. We'll take a quick break. More Sports Day still ahead of us. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.